With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning and welcome back to the Stratocast. I'm Brian Murphy, your host for the day. And today we're heading for Sheffield United away, trip to Bramble Lane. It's about five o'clock in the morning. We're at Shannon Airport. Probably the easiest airport in Ireland to fly through. It serves the Munster area. Security is easy. The bar is easy to get to. It mostly serves American flights. Rarely suits going to matches, but for this one, luckily enough, it does. We're just off the back of the international break. I took a break myself for that one. For anyone that has been keeping a track of me on Twitter, I spent the last week and a half or two weeks whinging mostly about hospital food in the University Hospital Limerick and the fantastic health services that Ireland has supplied us. But we're back, back in action again, alive and kicking and ready to go. Eric Ten Hag's men have been on a break themselves on international duty. Most came through unscathed. Bar Casemiro, who's after picking up a knock and he's going to miss, he's going to miss today's game at least. I think he's still back in Brazil recovering from... A minor knock, but Ten Hag doesn't think it's going to be too bad, hopefully. We see the return of Sergio Reggion to the side. Rafael Varane is back. Good to start seeing a few players come back from injury. We've been lacking the defensive side of things for quite a while now. Bit of an injury crisis since the start of the season, which hasn't made Ten Hag's life any easier. Hasn't really given him a chance to get a solid back four, get going. Andrew Onan has struggled in goals. He hasn't got used to a regular four-man defence in front of him to kind of gel and start to get a bit of cohesion going between them so it's been topsy-turvy at the back midfield has been a bit up and down and going forward we haven't exactly been illustrious either but Rasmus Hyland is starting to show what he's capable of really really promising young lad I hope to see him start again tonight I expect he will really looking forward to see what he brings to the side going forward Anthony's back in contention again after his little hiatus statement FC we're dropping statements weekly he was just another victim of another statement but luckily it seems to have all cleared up 
and from media reports it looks like charges have, have been dropped or at least they're being they're not being investigated as intrinsically as they were one time so good to see him back in the side again give us a bit of bit of option on the right hand side again hopefully Bruno Fernandes doesn't get perennially stuck in the right wing where I, f- I find that he just just drifts out of games out there it's a horrible spot to put him he's, he's, our, he's our number 10 he's the main man keep him involved so I'm joined today another Limerick man Dara O'Connor season ticket holder local man to myself and a good friend of mine he's coming along for the trip and I don't know is it, is it a case of the blind leading the blind or what but 5.30 what 5 5am ish I'm having a cup of tea Dara's sinking points already in the airport this day is getting off to a good start Dara what do you reckon what are, we, what are we feeling about the last couple of weeks it's been a pretty shit start of the season for the Reds Hi Brian, how's things? Um, yeah, geez, it hasn't been the best start that we've fought for anyway. Come into the season, like the last, you know, kind of been thinking we'd be up at the top, challenging maybe, giving City and Arsenal a bit of a run for their money, but it just hasn't worked out that way at all. It just looks like we've been, we're stuck stuck in that middle ground again. Just can't get into a flow, can't get into a rhythm. Injuries on top of scandals and statements, as you said, just keep on popping out of the woodwork. So, look, the international break might have come at the wrong time for us got that two injury injury time goals against Brentford kind of would have wanted to have build on, build on that a bit straight out but but we had the international break a few players getting back from injury I think um, I think Rashford Bruno and Highland all scored in the international break as well so them coming back in you know good form hopefully bang in a few goals tonight make it a hopefully a comprehensive win and a good away day for us Marcus Rashford that's one I want to touch on absolute scorcher of a goal for England Everyone's given Jude Bellingham the flowers for it, but me being me and an awkward bastard that I am, thought his pass was shit to Rashford. Put it behind him, and Rashford had a lot of work to do. So everyone's waxing lyrical. Oh, Bellingham this, and he's the news of Dan, and he did this, and he did that. Marcus Rashford had a lot of work to do to finish that. It's a goal that we haven't seen from him for United this season, but we saw it multiple times last season. People are saying, or suggesting that he's been confused in the orders of pass to Highland, pass to Highland, pass to Highland, which is hindering him himself now look we're not blind he runs down blind alleyways a lot of the time and he does get caught with the ball at his feet could this be the one to kickstart his season and get him going because like without him last season we didn't achieve half what we were going to do unbelievable football on his day he just hasn't got going what do you reckon can I, can I get him going yeah jeez I hope so like what's he after United only the one goal nearly this season um, he scored 30 last season you, you don't score 30 goals without being a, being a bad player like and so I actually, funny you say it about him passing the Highland. I think I saw a few tweets during the week about people giving out he didn't pass the cane in that instance. I was like, what? Like, absolutely ludicrous. Ludicrous. Like, like if you're cutting in right hand side on his good on his good foot, you're having to pop that every day of the week. And look, I know what you're saying. There's times which United Highland look. He might be in a bit of space, and Rash tries to cut back on his left, and he's just getting himself in, into bother. Look, that's going to happen. But at the end of the day, something like this could easily build his confidence now. We're going into the club games, hopefully anyway, and um, we'll see more of that. Like you know, confidence is, is so key, and especially with Rashford. You saw it. You saw it last season. Once he started talking away a few goals, he got going. The season beforehand, he couldn't get off the mark, and it hindered him all season. So look, hopefully that's the kickstart now. Bang in, bang in, get him two tonight or something like that, and geez, let him, let him, let him go away then and, and do his thing for the season. He kind of. We're a funny fan base. We always have to have someone to as a whipping boy. Maguire's just off, off the hook for that for, funny enough Maguire's like a reborn defender that everyone's screaming for him to start again but as soon as one fella escapes the whoop, the whooping by status another one gets it Rashford seems to be the one getting it at the moment but hopefully he can turn it around again like you said 30 goals last season you can't be a bad player if you're doing that 
when you're cutting in that right hand side a lot of the time you want to see him shoot and I know look it's fair enough if, if someone's in a better spot you might expect him to do it but greedy players score goals and the best of footballers have been have a greedy streak to them if he'd have passed that ball to Kane last night I think people would have gone absolutely fucking ballistic so yeah hopefully he gets going and gets kicking off again Mason Mount what do you reckon so far he's a bit the injury kind of held him back but as a signing what do you think of Mason Mount coming to the club and what do you think he's going to bring to us going forward like a lot of fans I wasn't really sure about him coming in the summer like you know he's he had a good few seasons at, in, at Chelsea at the start of his kind of career there kind of drifted off the last couple then but look what I've seen of him so far I, I have been some bit impressed um, he's had a kind of a rocky start you know he he played the first game or two wasn't great got injured then and he was kind of coming back into a side that wasn't in great form but I think he's been he's been picking up spaces he's been picking up good spaces like you know he's just not getting the ball in time and just we're not we're not fluid at the moment so it, it's going to be difficult for him but like you see you see like Tuchel rated him as one of the best players he's seen like you know Tuchel's a good manager you know, you don't. You're not a bad player. If someone like that is saying that about you. I, look, I think he might come good. Hopefully, he does. Um, but we need to start seeing him kind of chip in with a few assists and goals here and there. Like it's, it's not when you're playing for Man United. It's not good enough to just be um, a bystander in this team. So he just needs to start chipping in a bit. But I, I'm hoping he'll come good. I've a bit of, I do have a bit of faith in him. I'm not going to write him off completely, like like some others have already. I think he's probably suffering from the fact that, the, like you said, the entire the entire side isn't playing well at the moment. He's coming into a side that's nowhere near settled, struggling to get good performances out scoring goals and getting caught straight back within seconds and minutes we're getting pinned back straight away go up 1-0 back to 1-0 a misfiring side is never easy for a new signing to come in and, and try and stamp his authority in the game like Mason Mount's a talented footballer played absolutely phenomenal for Chelsea for a long time and then again similar to he has now Chelsea fell to shit people are saying he's not that good but no one was good for Chelsea last season Chelsea were, were embarrassing at times so he's coming off the back of that into a side where he would have expected us based on last season to be a lot more a lot more solid than we are I kind of feel sorry for him a little bit he's not really coming into a side that's allowing him to display his talents at the moment so again that's on Tin Hag he's got to get he's got to steady the ship and as we were saying in the car on the way up he's not he's not free of criticism either Eric has made a couple of interesting decisions in this season so far and Tactically wise, he's been cut out a couple of times, I think. But as much as it's a learning curve for Mason Mount, I'm sure Tin Hag is learning that the pressures of Manchester United, they exist every single game. You, mistakes can't happen. Another man, before we move on, Andre Onana has come in for some serious flack. And I can't lie, I've, I've given him a bit of it myself. Calling a spade a spade, he's, he, hasn't been, he hasn't been up to scratch at all, realistically speaking, since he's come in. Now, you don't become a bad goalkeeper overnight. You don't become a bad footballer overnight. It never happens. It's not possible. He's a good keeper. He's shown his promise before he came to United. What's kind of bugging me mostly about Onana, he's come in with this reputation of playing out from the back and pinging balls around and finding all these passes. We saw it against Arsenal. Someone's calling a flight, possibly ours. We saw it against Arsenal where we drew Arsenal on and it worked really, really well. He, saw a lot, he probably saw more of the ball than most players on the pitch that day. It worked really well that day. The defence was, was able for it. The midfield were helping out. He was pop, popping balls around the place. We drew Arsenal in and we played a very clever game. But I thought it was, tactically, I thought it was one of Tin Hag's best, best games or definitely best 45 minutes. In it. But again, injury crisis at the back. Players changing left, right and centre. Who's playing left back? Who's playing right back? Who's playing centre half? He hasn't seemed to be able to kind of gel with the defence. And it looks like he's kind of shrunk into himself a bit. So he's not looking for the ball as much. He's not, he's not coming out marauding around the place like he was. And what's gone worse is his, his performances between the sticks 
actually saving shots hasn't been marvellous. He's been sat in his arse a few times and had a couple of blunders. The one thing I give him credit for, he comes out afterwards and he speaks and he holds his hands up and he, he's very much, very much an honest guy. He'll say, look, I wasn't good enough, it's my fault or whatever, which I always respect from a footballer, to be honest about it. But honestly, only lasts so long. He needs to pick himself up a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. Jeez, towards the back end of the last season with the hair making those few mistakes, I was I was really happy we were kind of getting in a we'll say a modern day goalkeeper. Just to it's, it's a new style of football nearly when you're bringing in a keeper like Conan and like you know it's it's starting from the back and it's it's good foundations. Well, that's what we thought was going to happen. Been a rocky start to say the least. Like at Inter, he kind of had a stable back three with wingbacks in front of him nearly every game. Like, you know, they're always there, whereas we haven't had any bit of stability in the back four this year. Always different different left back, different right back. It's just never constant. So that can that can be, you know, difficult for a new keeper coming in, trying to settle the butt. At the same time, it's no excuse for some of the shots he's been leaving in. I mean, we were giving Bayern Munich tons of it in the Alliance until he left in that soft shot from Sané. And that was a game changer. Like, that, that, that changed the whole game. And you know, that, that can go on then it can lead a few batters out here and there so look he really needs to pick his game up again look geez, I'm not going to write the man off he's only coming in new league um, so geez, give him time Like, but he just he just needs to pick himself up really and ho- hopefully you know, in, he's had another he's had a game away with, with Cameroon again hopefully he can get a, a good bit of farm under him and just a bit of stability hopefully anyways Right we're back again at the same, the same position we've been for the last number of games hoping this, tonight can be the kickstart of the season Hoping the international break hasn't done us any damage. Barron, Scott McTominay scoring two injury time worldlies and putting me in hospital out of excitement after it. Cheers for that one, Scott. We're going to board a flight here. We're going to fly to Birmingham. Bit of a bit of a route today. We're flying to Shannon, Birmingham, where we're going to meet up with some more Reds. Then we're going to pop, pop on the train up to Manchester, into Nags for a couple of points. And then we'll pop onto the monkey bus, heading to Sheffield. We continue our day in the most beautiful bar in Manchester, Wave Bar, underneath the Britannia Hotel. A regular haunt for Irish Reds coming over. Not the fanciest hotel in the world, to be fair, <laughs> to put it lightly. Some of us love Sasha, some of us love the Britannia. I'm joined by the Bradfather himself, Paulie, good mate of mine from Dublin. Paulie, talk to us. Tell us about your trip over today. What's your plan? What's your ticketing situation? Ticket situation is I'm in the home end today, Brian, unless you can get us two ways. And we're heading on the monkey bus at quarter to four, hoping for three points. Right, flew over from Dublin today, yourself and your mate, heading to the home end. Man has to do what a man has to do. What are we thinking? How's this game going to go? I'm thinking 2-0 United. Off the back of a lot of dodgy results, dodgy performances and a bit of an international break in the middle. 2-0 United. Sheffield United haven't been great now, in fairness, since... Since the season got going, they've been hit and miss. Do you reckon this could be the game that gives, gives us a start? Like, to be fair, Polly, we've been looking for a game to kickstart the season all season. Every game is a false dawn. This could be the game to start it. This could be the game to start it. Yeah. Is this the one that gets us going? I think it is. I think after Rashford and Bruno having good games international during the week, they could kick on today and today could be ready. Lovely. Lovely. Right. We're heading on the monkey bus in a minute. We're going to head down to Sheffield. I think we're stopping somewhere for a beer on the way. Let's see how it goes. Polly, who's going to score tonight? Rasmus Hoyland and Rashford. Love it. I'm also joined by Polly's buddy, Tama. Tama, talk to me. Give me a prediction for tonight. 
3-1 United go on after back of all these bad results you reckon you're that confident yeah Highland 2 and Bruno Penn big shout I've got I've got one I've got one more bloke with me Jinky my, my local man on the ground yeah Jinky we've had a shit start of the season yeah poor results poor performances Tin Hag struggling to get a tune out of his side yeah to be fair not Tin Hag's fault we've had a massive injury list things haven't been going great for him no what's the plan what's, what's going to happen tonight talk to me uh, the plan is I think it's just get a proper team out who fucking are not scared of tackling and it'll be 3-0 United simple as that mate Jinky, we've been soft. We've been we've been soft at the core all season so far. We've scored and we've conceded very quickly afterwards. We haven't shown any real strength or we haven't really shown any pair of bollocks to be fair about it. The international break, I don't know if it came at the right time or the wrong time. We got a good result after a very poor performance. McTominay got us out of the shit. Do you reckon tonight could be the one that, that gets us going? Fucking definitely. We're United, we'll bounce, we're, we're, we're going to move on now, it's going to be 3-1 or 3-0 United, definitely. I reckon, uh, I, I really think uh, our new forward's going to bag a brace tonight, so... He, look, he looks good, and he? he's a young lad, he's had to take on massive pressure on his shoulders. For a, for a kid that age to come to United and become the main man, it's a big move, and it's, it, I respect him for it, because for, for that young lad, he's coming over to Manchester... Massive expectation on his shoulders. Fucking like fair play to the kid. You reckon he's going to do it? Of course. You seen how strong he is. Defenders are scared of him already. We saw it in his debut. He came on and he absolutely bullied the Arsenal defence. I, I like the look of him so far. I, I'm really, really hoping he can do it because what's the what's the backup? Martial? No. <laughs> Simple as that. Right, Jinky. We're going to hop on the bus. We're heading yeah. to Sheffield. Off we pop. Let's go. Come on, Reds. So we're on the monkey bus, we're heading down to Sheffield. The bus is busy, but a little bit subdued in atmosphere. News is after breaking that Sir Bobby Charlton has passed away. It's, it's a strange one because the word legend, it gets thrown around very, very easily these days. Club legends, this one's a legend, that one's a legend, but Sir Bobby Charlton, that's the epitome of the word legend. A Manchester United club legend, a legend amongst football in general. It's a really, really, it's a really sad one to, to take on board today. Unfortunately, but hopefully the, the away end gives him a good reception when we get down there and hopefully we can pay tribute in our own little way. Not much more we can do, I guess, really, but really sad news to break. So Robbie Charlton, Manchester United legend, legend of football. Half past seven, teams announced. Onana, Lindelof right, Dallow left, Maguire, Evans, Amrabat, Scott McTominay, Fernandes in the middle, Anthony right, Rashford left and Rasmus Hoyland up front. Kareem, what do you reckon? Man, you never know what to expect from this slot anymore, honestly. But 
hopefully we get the three points no matter how we do it. Sheffield United haven't been very good to be fair this season but then again we haven't been very good either have we? No we haven't which is uh, honestly at the same time as it's surprising you expect it from this United side and that's how our past decade has been honestly. Past decade has been tough right? Half an hour to go United kick off I'm going 2-0 what do you reckon? 2-1 uh, 2-1 Come on in. It's the morning after the night before I'm sat in Manchester Airport in Terminal 3 one of my favourite places on the planet a place that's seen the highest highs and the lowest lows of my football travelling exploits Manchester United won an away game beat Sheffield United 2-1 Diogo Dallo with an absolute fucking worldly. And my my man, Scott McTominay, snuffing out a chance again. Disappointing result or disappointing performance. Didn't play well at all again. It's worrying. It's worrying that we're just, we just can't seem to click. Can't seem to get the side to work. And I know we've got loads of injuries and I know we keep making excuses for everything, but... It's poor. It's poor to watch. It's really poor to watch. But three points achieved. Thanks to an absolute fucking cracker from Diogo Dello. He's capable of it in fairness. He, he tries it now and again, but that was an absolute screamer. Absolute screamer. But yeah, another another really dodgy display. Conceding within six minutes of going one up is so infuriating. I think I think we've conceded some ridiculous stat like six or six or eight of our last 14 goals we've conceded within six minutes of scoring it's really 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 bad we need to stop we need to stop that we need to cut out this capitulation straight away after scoring when we're so open to conceding lack of concentration or focus I'm not sure which but it's it's really really frustrating to watch we can't hold on to a lead um, I don't know Harry Maguire is probably the, the amusing story of the night. Maguire has come from from villain to hero again. At the end of the game, when he, when when the players come over towards us to applaud the away for the away, and Harry Maguire's name rang out loud, and he got man of the match last night. The redemption arc of Harry Maguire was something I wasn't I wasn't predicting in the last couple of months, but here we are. And away and singing his name not in sarcasm, but actually in support. So that'll be good to see for Harry with his exceptional win rate. Uh, Alejandro Garnacho came off the bench and he was really lively, really, really lively. Love watching that kid play football. So, so direct and so quick. Outside of him, I thought Anthony was, I thought Anthony was poor last night. Didn't think he offered a whole pile. Bruno was trying but he wasn't really on it either I don't think to be fair Hoyland didn't really have much to feed off of um, Rashford was poor again was really hoping he'd kick on this week really hoping after scoring for England during the week that he might he might get a rocket up his arse and catch fire but unfortunately not back four made up of Lindelof Dallow Maguire and Johnny Evans yeah, it's not really a back four, I guess, that would inspire the, the utmost of confidence in anybody. Especially considering, for some reason, 
Ken Hag seemed to deploy Victor Lindelof in a kind of a Pirlo-esque free roll last night much to the amusement of the of the away end numerous times I caught people saying what the fuck is Lindelof doing and what's he doing over there why is he over there why is he down this side but it's, it looked like Victor was just doing his own thing last night and enjoying himself so strange tactic Sheffield actually Bramall Lanes is, is, was a strange one last night numerous pitch invaders which is kind of weird it's not really something you see that much of anymore but yeah numerous pitch invaders one one older follically challenged man replicating a dive that he thought Garnacho did and wanted to square up to Garnacho pretty embarrassing that one someone coming to lecture dead a couple of guys got on the pitch getting selfies and taking pictures or whatever they were doing with players Stewards didn't seem to be too arsed to be fair which was kind of weird but usually they get chased down and, and, and fucking ripped out of the place but yeah no, I was a, that, was, that was a good trip it was a good weekend a lot of travelling this one travelling flying into Belfast up to Manchester Manchester to Sheffield back to Manchester back to Shannon <coughs> on very little sleep and copious amounts of alcohol British Airways flight flight BA138 to London Heathrow. This is the final call for passenger Gordon to go for immediate boarding to gate 142. That's passenger Gordon, who's after missing her flight, I guess. So yeah, it was a it was a good trip all round. Monkey Boss was interesting. That was my debut on the Monkey Boss. I haven't been on that supporters coach before, but really good bunch of lads. Good crack on there. Noisy boisterous I guess the whole night was just marred by the news about Swabby Charlton really it's the only thing that really held everything back from being a, a really uh, rum a really kind of lively trip I think that was in the back of everyone's minds to be honest and the away end gave quite a rendition of there's only one Bobby Charlton more than once paying homage to the, the great man so that's Sheffield United out of the way. Bramble Lane ticked off. Time for me to fly back to Ireland and regroup Copenhagen on Tuesday, which I'm not making over for that one. It's about time I actually put in a shift at work for a couple of days. And we'll be back over on my travels again for Manchester Derby, which is a game that I'm sure we all have in the back of our mind and we're all a little bit apprehensive about. But I'll be joined by Dale O'Donnell again on that one. So... Until then, I hope you've enjoyed this little bonus episode as I was on the travels around the UK again, following the greatest football team in the world. Enjoy your week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.